Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas. Today we're going to w visit with our friends from Crow Wing County. And we have Crow Wing County Administrator Tim Houle with us today, as well as Rob Hall, who is the Assistant Crow Wing County Engineer. Gentlemen, welcome to Community Focus. Thank you for having right. us, Ken. Yeah. Appreciate uh, being here. Uh, great to have Rob here today. What a great time of the year to talk <laughs> about roads, huh? Yeah, Rob has been with Crow Wing County for, geez, over 20 years. Yep. Uh, and so if you're driving on a road that has a Crow Wing County sign on it, Rob has touched that road uh, probably multiple times, in fact. Probably. I don't know if this spring is the time to admit to that, but I'll, I'll do it. <laughs> uh, there will be potholes. We should probably talk about that this, this time. Yeah. Too. So uh, we've I, I, obviously you're also planning a lot of road construction for this spring, if it'll ever get here. We are. We have a big program for this year. Uh, we're looking at about $18 million in improvements. So that's wow. exciting for us. Um, a lot of these projects are a long time coming. So those are going to be nice to get done. And then some uh, safety improvements at a lot of our intersections throughout the county. Okay. Do we want to mention a few specific ones? Sure. I'll, I'll mention some of those that are going to unfortunately have an impact on the traffic yeah. and our, our residents and visitors. So the first one is our County Road 115. A lot of the listeners will know that as Ojibwa and Nashway Road. Yep. It goes around Round Lake between Baxter and Nisswa. Um, been talking about this project for a long time, planning it for a long time. So last year we, uh, we got about half of the utilities relocated and out of the way. And I would say 99% of the tree clearing was done last year. So the plan for 2023 is uh, road construction on the south loop or more the Ojibwa side from 371 over to County Road 127. And there will be utility relocates going on the north loop at the same time. So the entire road will be closed to through traffic. Um, we understand there are three to 400 houses on that road that yeah. need to access it. Mm -hmm. So it will be accessible for them. Um, we are trying something new on this project. You may have heard of the Crow Wing County Alert System, where you can sign up with the county. And it's historically been used for weather announcements, uh, all the way up to more serious things like Amber Alerts. Sure. Um, we are going to have a County Road 115 project on the alerts this year. So uh, if, if residents want to go to the Crow Wing County website, right on the front page, we have the alert sign up option now. So they can sign up for that. And once they're signed up, they can go in and um, click on Crow Wing County and County Road 115 Road Construction. And you have options to get a text message, an email. We plan to send updates weekly on the project. And we'll also have the ability to um, send immediate updates if something unexpected happens during the project. That's so, really cool. Yeah, it'll be nice for the residents. Um, we know a lot of the residents along that project aren't full-time and see the construction every day. So it, it's proposed to be a, kind of a 300-foot-at-a-day project. So knowing which way to come in, how to access your property, that'll be a, a big deal for folks. Yeah. Great to have that uh, ability to get those messages out easily with that uh, Crow Wing County Alert. Right. All right. Let's talk about some other projects. All right. Some other uh, road closure projects, County Road 3 and County Road 11. That intersection is about five miles south across Lake. Uh, some people call it Beaver's Corners. There is a roundabout going in there this year. Ooh. So there will be a detour. Luckily, we were able to work with a local property owner 
and we'll have a, a bypass road right at the intersection if you're moving north to south. East to west, a uh, little more involved detour, um, take you up to our Fawn Lake Road and County Road 39. Um, I probably won't mention all the detours, but I would encourage people to go to our website. There are detour maps for every project out there. So. Uh, do you have the dates on that one? Mother Nature's helping dictate that right now. Um, this one and our County Road 115 project, we've probably talked with the contractor three times in the last three weeks, and the date keeps moving. So yeah. as soon as weather allows on both of those projects, we'll be in there. Okay. So, yeah, we yeah. figure the frost will be out by at least August. Yeah. Yeah, this is one of those At the years. rate we're going. Yep. All right. One more big one, right? Well, I actually have a couple more to talk oh, about. Oh, great. So. <laughs> as long as we're on roundabouts. Um, County Road 48, which is also called Highland Scenic Road, which runs from Brainerd to Baxter. Um, there is a roundabout going at, it doesn't exist right now, the intersection, but the city of Baxter is extending Cypress Drive uh. down to Highland Scenic Drive. And a roundabout, we've been going in there. The city of Baxter is taking the lead on that project. So on our website, we have their contact info also. There's a roundabout going on the east side of Crosby at County Road 31 and Trunk Highway 210. Um, somewhat in response to a long-term safety concern we've had at that intersection and also to the new Super One grocery store being located right in that intersection. Mm. So that will be a roundabout. And the fourth roundabout we're involved with for this year is County Road 77, sometimes called Bar Harbor Road, right at the entrance to Grandview Lodge. Ah. So there will be a detour for that one also, but Grandview does have uh, the makings of getting their residents or visitors in from the east and west without taking the detour. So I'd encourage people to look at that detour map on our website also. Yeah. Yeah, the uh, data behind roundabouts is pretty solid, isn't it? These are, it's all about safety and they really work. It is. It's all about safety. I kind of, in talking with people or hearing from them throughout the county, I kind of compare roundabouts to black licorice. People hate it or love it. And <laughs> <laughs> In, in our case, you know, we hear the same, but um, our motto is it's it's really hard to get injured or killed in a roundabout. Yes. You know, once people learn to use them, um, they're they're a good thing. Yeah, so, no doubt. Yeah. Well, Tim alluded to this before we started, mm -hmm. and that is, uh, and we've talked, this, this has been one of the toughest years on our road surfaces here in Minnesota that I can remember. It has. We had uh, early snow and the the ground didn't really freeze before that snow and we've had multiple freeze thaw cycles since that first snow came so um you know the old story every time the water gets into those holes or cracks it freezes and pops a little bit more out there are some very tough roads out there right now um and i've even driving around the state um it's not limited here it's no. it's happened to everybody yeah and, and it's yeah. not unique to crow wing county either are there no. uh, partners out there uh, that are road jurisdictions in the county township boards uh, are running into the same thing if they have tarred roads city officials are running into the same thing if they you know where they have tarred city streets it's really just about moisture penetrating the road and then freezing and when it freezes it expands weak spots will pop yeah that's a pothole and, and so I think everybody, every road authority right now is going to be struggling with potholes um, this spring. And so just ask for the public's patience. If you think about it, we got 550 miles of county roads, 63 miles of roads in the first assessment district and the second assessment district. 
that's a lot of potential for potholes. Yeah. And so at the end of the day, um, we will be taking care of those things. So we just ask for the public's patience while we do so. And the other road authorities do so as well. And Rob, I've seen stories about, oh, yeah, we can get cold mix and we and then the summer we'll get hot mix. But the bottom line is this time of the year, if there's still water in those, you can't do anything, can you? You, you can't do a lot. You know, we have been out in between snowstorms filling, <laughs> filling the worst of the worst. Um, but now, you know, all our folks are out plowing snow again today and taking care of ice. So um, they will show up again after this rain event, snow event, whichever it ends up being more of, and we'll be back to it. But yeah, when they're wet, it, it's real hard. You just have to take care of the worst of the worst and, uh, you know, make a safe, drivable surface for people and hopefully be able to address it once uh, the snow is done and the frost is gone and things dry out. Yeah. Plus, I don't know, you absolutely cannot use hot mix. It's not even available now, is it? it it's not. No, we have to wait for our uh, partners to fire up those plants and, you know, that Normal year, it might be end of April, and maybe not this year. <laughs> and Tim, let me just ask you from uh, from a, a cost uh, standpoint too. When you have a tough winter like this, is it cost the county more money to get these roads back into shape? Yeah, there's there's no question it does, um, and it varies the cost to the taxpayers of Crow Wing County. It's still one of the best bargains in town. Uh, we've been calculating the cost of our snow removal uh, all along. We always do. And what is the cost per household right now, Rob? I think the last uh, data I saw, we were in the 40 to $50 range per household per season. Yeah. And so, you know, it'll go up this year. Um, but, we, you know, it's, it's not like we're going to run out of money and we're going to stop plowing. No, we plan for the long haul. And yeah. so we have resources for good winners and bad winners. And if we have a good winner, we're going to stockpile a little. If we have a bad winner, we're going to draw from that stockpile. But we can plan for that over the long haul. And so we're never going to not plow the roads right. when the roads need to be plowed. Right. And when you think about it, every entity, a public entity that is plowing roads, whether it be county, city, or state, they're all in the same boat this exactly. year. Too. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, it's still one of the best bargains in town, if you think about that, 50 bucks a year to get uh, all of the snow removal off of all of the county roads per household, not per person, per yeah. household. Yeah. That's cheaper than your cell phone bill. Yeah, and try paying a private uh, guy to come and plow that off. That's about one time. <laughs> That's about one time. Yeah. All right. Um, well, let's talk about the uh, Pick-A-Mile program, Tim, uh, back again this year, and this has become kind of popular, hasn't yeah. it? Yeah. It's year three of the program, so we kick that off uh, uh, You know, as soon as the snow gets out of our ditches. It's a chance for residents to pick a mile of county roads to assist in roadside cleanup. We have an easy-to-use app that's on our website, crowwing.gov, pick a mile, or you can call the highway department at 824-1110 to sign up for a stretch of road. It could be a family, a business, or a group. Uh, we encourage you to pick up the litter on both sides of the road at least two times a year for at least two years. Uh, many roadside cleanups are coordinated in April and October. I would think it's going to be May and October <laughs> this year. So now's a great time to sign up and get started. As I mentioned, we have over 600 miles of county roads, and so help us keep the county clean. And how do they sign up? Go to the Crow Wing County website? Yep, crowwing.gov, uh, pick a mile. And if you just go to the crowwing.gov website and search for pick a mile, you'll get there. 
While we were dealing with snow yesterday, I noticed Iowa, southern Minnesota, parts of Wisconsin dealing with severe weather already, and uh, it is that time of the year, isn't it? It is. Uh, the week of April 17th to the 21st is Severe Weather Awareness Week, and so we are encouraging your listeners to take time to make that emergency plan. Each spring, you should be having conversations with your family about in the event of a fire, in the event of a tornado, uh, where do you go? Um, where do you gather after the event is over so that all all of you can be accounted for? Yes. Take the time to have that conversation with the family every spring about how do we do this. Uh, there will be statewide tornado drills scheduled for Thursday, April 20th, if we don't have a, t- a blizzard. <laughs> Outdoor sirens and uh, nor- uh, the weather radios will sound at 1.45 and 6.45 p.m. So schools, businesses, and families are encouraged to practice their own emergency plans. We know that schools typically do that. Crow Wing County will take part in this tornado drill. Most severe weather occurs between 3 p.m. and 8 p.m. And if you think about it, that makes sense. The heat of the day is what usually spawns our most severe weather. Uh, you can also sign up for the Crow Wing County Alert Program and get critical information quickly about severe weather, evacuations, road conditions, and other community events. You can go to our website, crowwing.gov. Info is right on our homepage. Remember, this is a great tool to find out about severe weather and road construction project updates. Very good. As long as we're talking weather, I understand the county is helping to sponsor some uh, weather spotter classes. Yeah, these are always very, very popular. Uh, the, you know, folks that are storm chasers. Uh, <laughs> holy moly. You know, I run away from the storm and they're running towards the storm. Uh, there is a free Skywarn weather spotter class. It's going to be Tuesday, April 18th from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. The National Weather Service in Duluth and our very own Crow Wing County Sheriff's Office is hosting the class. This is going to train and recruit volunteer weather spotters across the region. They're going to learn about storm spotting for meteorologists who issue the warnings in our communities. The class is going to be held in the lower level of our land services building behind the historic courthouse. No registration is required, but if you have questions, you can contact our emergency management office at 829-4749. That's 829-4749. Do you know, is there a fee for that class? I don't believe there is. Okay, good. Um, now, last but not least, uh, property tax statements went out and, uh, well, death, death and, and taxes. Death and taxes, Ken, you know, <laughs> death and taxes. Uh, definitely, it's that time of year. So your property tax statements are now out. That's going to tell you a little bit, that's going to tell you what your bill is for this year, but it's also going to have the valuation uh, proposed for next year in yeah. there. And there's ways that you can go about challenging that valuation through your local city council or town board, up to the county board. Um, and so you can challenge that valuation. There's a number of factors that go into your tax bill. The primary ones are the amount your local government spends, whether that's your town, your city, or your county. I can tell your listeners that for the county, the total amount that we collected uh, year over year went up by 2.9%. And so we did not increase the county's total collections by any more than 2.9%. That said, the estimated market value of your property is also one of the things that can affect that. And what we saw last year was considerable shifts in the tax base. So while we only collected 2.9% more, we did not see as great an increase in commercial property values as we did in residential property values. It's a combination of things, a housing shortage and the Amazon effect on our local businesses. And so what happened also was a portion of the tax burden that last year had been picked up by commercial properties shifted over to be picked up by residential properties. 
And that also was significant for some taxpayers in the county. And then finally, the third thing is the classification of your property, how it's used. Is it commercial? Is it industrial? Is it residential? Uh, and so we value the properties based on their use. So if you have concerns or questions about the tax statement or the valuation statement, uh, give us a call at 824-1010. That's our land services department, 824-1010. And just a reminder, your first property tax payment is due May 15th. Okay. Very good. Uh, last but not least, uh, there's a conference coming up here real soon, isn't there? Yeah. Crow Wing Energize is sponsoring an advanced care planning conference. This is for, you know, as we get to the, our end-of-life decisions, we make decisions today about what we would like done to us when we can't make the decision for ourselves. Yes. Uh, that advanced care planning will be held Friday, April 14th at the Lutheran Church of the Cross in Nisswa from 9 to 2. Uh, learn when you need to get a lawyer involved in your advanced care planning for estate kinds of things. And it's a free event, but registration is required. Lunch is included. You can register at crowwingenergized.org. Very good. Very good. Rob, one last question. You mentioned a number of construction projects. Are they on the website, too? Can we go see what's planned and, and so on? They are on the website. Thanks for asking. There's a number of projects I didn't get to today or mention, um, some of those less impactful than the ones I did talk about. But you can go to the crowwing.gov and right to the highway department, and you'll see all our projects for 2023 listed and contact information also. All right. And in fact, you can see what we're planning to do for the next five years. And I would say that we are very religious about making sure to honor the promises that we publish. And so we have we we meet those obligations. If we tell you that we're going to do it, we're going to do it. Very good. All right. Well, gentlemen, thank you so much for being here today to keep us up to date on what's going on. And thanks, Spring. Thanks, Spring. Oh, thank boy. you. Okay. <laughs> and not soon enough. Yeah. All right. Our guests today, Crowing County Administrator Tim Houle and uh, Rob Hall, who is the Assistant Crowing County Engineer. I'm Ken Thomas, and that is today's edition of Community Focus. We remind you that our Community Focus programs can be found anytime. They're on our website at 1067wjjy.com. You can also find them on our free mobile app that's powered by Cuyuna Regional Medical Center.